I mentioned Easter. I want to encourage you to invite people to Easter. Listen, uh, people are wanting to come to church. People need this. People want this. People want this. People want fellowship. People are hungering for fellowship. They're hungering for relationship. They're hungering for community. That's what people want. People want this right here. Not not that we're anything special. It's just the blood of Jesus covers His children and it's contagious. And people want to be a part of that. They need that. We've been in... uh, what, quarantine, we've been in isolation, we've been in separation, we've been in all of that for far too long. It's time. Guys, invite folks. Invite people. Invite them to Easter. Invite people to Easter. Y'all know when Easter is. Easter is coming up. We've got 8.30 service, 9.45 service, 10 o'clock service. All three services is going to be nothing but worship services. No Sunday school that day, no anything. We're going to make room the best we can, just like we have. Y'all see how it's kind of working now? The sides for everybody, the for the every other, you see sort of how it's working, so we're making room for everybody. Invite people. Love to have them. Love to have them. If you're out there watching in the eyes of the sky from social media, YouTube, Facebook, come worship. Love to have you here on the hill. Love to have you worship with us. We've Many of you have got your first shot, you're waiting on your second shot. When you get your second shot, you're waiting on your so many days. When all of that's over, come on back. Come on back. I get it. Some of you are still waiting on that. But then there's others. There's others of you that are out there watching me in one of these cameras that I'm looking at. And you're, you, you've come up with every excuse. And you know what? I go in and tell you, Sundays are pretty. And it's easy to go to the lake. It's easy to go Shopping is easy to go to a lot of places, and you've gotten convenient. You've gotten sort of in a routine of going there. So let me encourage you. Come worship or go somewhere. You don't have to come here. You may not even like me. That's okay. Blame me. Don't blame them. Blame me. That is perfectly fine. But go somewhere. Okay? Do that. Go somewhere and worship. Period. Okay? All right, guys, we're going to pray for camps. We're going to pray for mission trips, if they even that even is allowed this year and all that stuff. Still waiting on countries to open up. That's a whole part of a conversation we hadn't even got to. So we're going to start praying for mission trips and camps and events. we got youth camps. we got, what else? Missions and missionaries. Y'all know one of the sad parts, one of the other parts of the whole you can't go, you can't come with mission trips? There's missionaries in these countries that depend on the states for force multiplier. And what that means, they, they needed us to come in. They needed us to come and help them. They had plans for us to come and help them go and do stuff, go and, go and help them uh, where they can only be in one village at a time or in one community at a time. When we come in, we can help them cover lots of area, and they don't have that. Pray for the missionaries, Annie Armstrong. Pray for the North American missionaries. Pray for the international missionaries. Pray for all of them. Summer camps and events. We got youth events going on, men's events, women's events, senior adults. Pick an event. There's a lot of stuff. Pray for it. Let's pray right now. Father God, we bathe this summer in prayer. We bathe this summer's activities in prayer. God, as the planning has taken place, as the uh, deposits are being made, as the decisions of whether or not we're going to go or not, all of those, all those decisions are happening right now. 
And Lord, I pray that your church, that is, that, Lord, I feel it. It's, it's, it's like it's rumbling. It's like it just wants to come alive. God, the church wants to come alive. It wants to, to shine like never before. It wants to be brighter than it has ever been before. And there's nothing stopping it. There's nothing stopping it. And we, Lord, Holy Spirit of God, in Jesus' name, we bathe our summer in prayer. Our children's activities, our youth activities, our college, Lord, our, our couples, our men's, our senior adults, our music, just whatever, Lord, we, we pray for it. We pray for the missionaries in whatever country, Lord, I pray for Cotty and everything that's going on down in Ecuador. Lord, I pray for all that's down there. Lord, all those people we know, all those people we have relationships with, all those villages, all, the, all that area, God, bless them. Lord, bless them. Send help. Send help. Lord, open it up so, so the work can continue. God, in whatever we're missing, God, if there's something we're missing, if there's something you want this body of believers right here to be doing, Lord, show us. We, we don't say we know it all. We... Lord, we're being led by you. If there's something that you want us to be doing and we're not doing, then show us. If there's something we're doing we need to stop, then Holy Spirit of God, convict us and we'll stop. Lord, we want to be led by you because this is yours. This is your idea. This is your plan. This is all your... God, we're all yours. And we want you to lead us, guide us, direct us. In Christ's name. Amen. Amen. If you've got your Bibles, turn back over with me. Book of Colossians. You see inside the focus, memory verse for the week is Colossians 1.18. Did y'all get the last one? What I want you to do. Last week was 13 and 14. For he rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Do y'all have that one memorized? I hope that you do. Guys, you got a whole week to learn these things, but now I've given you a, I've given you sort of a puzzle. I've given you verse 13 and 14, and tonight I'm saying let's go ahead and add on 18, and I want you to connect the dots. So what does that mean? That means by this time next week, why not go ahead and know 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. It's all one big story. Know it all. You say, I can't. We don't even want to have to go there again. We're not going to sing all night tonight. But you know, you're learning it. You're learning it. Just read through it. Here's what you do. You just read through it over and over and over and over. And it becomes like everything else. It just becomes memory. It just becomes who you are. He rescued us from the domain of darkness. And he transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. In whom we have redemption. The forgiveness of sins. And then you add in tonight's and you come on down and you connect the dots. I want to encourage you, Wednesday night crowd. I'm not going to push this Sunday morning, but I want you guys to connect the dots. Do that for me. Look at verse 18. Look at verse 18. It says, He is also the head of the body, the church. And He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that He Himself will come to have first place in everything. Y'all remember the whole old skit? Who was it? Abbott, Abbott and Costello's. Who's on first? What's on second? I don't know who's on third. Y'all know that whole thing? It's the black and white. It's kind of funny. I, I watched it earlier to make sure I was saying it all right. 
But it's, it's funny, we've watched it, I, mean, I remember as a young person I watched it, it was really, really funny. Those guys get to fussing and arguing and all that, who's on first, what's on second, and I don't know who's on third. But when it, when it asks that, when it, when it says that at the very end, and guys, I'm not talking to you, because, well, I might be, I might be, I, I got all these statistics, I wrote down some statistics, I can remember what I, I can't really remember, but I can... I can say a lot of stuff, but I can't remember a lot of statistics. So I'm going to give you some statistics. All right? How many seconds are in a minute? 60. All right, 60 seconds. How many minutes are in an hour? 60. Do the multiplication. You got 3,600 seconds in, a, in a, an hour. There's 86,400 seconds in a day. There's in a week, there's 604,800 seconds in a week. In a year, there's 31,536,000 some odd million seconds in an entire year. That's a lot of seconds. Okay? All right. Let's come down to hours. Let's break it into hours. I thought that would be really complicated if we gave it seconds. Let's give it hours. All right? There's 24 hours in a day times 7, 160 eight hours in a week all right got the math i pulled the apple phone out and that's what the math said on it so 168 hours in a week let's say we're super church going christians all right let's say you're super christian a super christian you know what a super christian is shows up on sunday morning for sunday school comes back to worship and shows up on Wednesday night, and you give God three hours a week, you're a super Christian. We're tickled to death how they're here. I mean, you're a super Christian. You know what percentage? Josh helped me because Josh is the math guy. He, he, he helped me know how to plug that in. Actually, he helped me move the decimal. Um, if you're a super Christian, And you come Sunday morning for Sunday school and worship and come back on Wednesday night and give God those three hours, you are giving him 1.78% of your time that week. 1.78% of the time and you're a super Christian. I know some of you work out there, you're watching on TV, you say, Brother Shannon, you're picking on me, you didn't pick, give me my number. Okay, for you super Christians that can't come on Wednesday night, and you come all day on Sunday, here's what you have. You're coming two hours, you're giving God 1.1% 1, 1. 1 of your week. And those of you that think, I just need, I, I'm going to give him an hour. Because a lot of folks, I come once a week, and I'm good. You know how much that's given? That is given a half a percent. 0.5% of your time, of your week available. I kept going. I said, okay, well, let's just say, what about those that come to two services a week, um, a month? Two services a month, you're giving God 0.5%. 2% of your time. And guys, the sad one is if you give what most studies, what most studies call an active church member is one 
trip inside those doors a month. If you come through those doors once a month, you have given God. I don't even know how to read this. I really don't. It's like 0.1% of your time. And all the studies calls that an active church member. That's crazy, isn't it? That's crazy. Um, you know how long a Major League Baseball game lasts? Three hours. Anybody watch a game? Anybody, any, any baseball fans in here? A few of you? This one will really get you. SEC football. Is there any SEC football? I mean, I know Auburn's in the SEC. Alabama's in the SEC. You know how long an average? I just Googled. You can Google the same thing. An average SEC game is three three hours and 24 minutes long. And that's not the CBS game. And many of us watch how many games a weekend? We catch the 11, that little SEC network. We catch the 2.30 prime. We catch the night game. We, we usually go to bed watching BYU in Hawaii or some silly something. You know, I, I, am I lying? Tell me I'm lying and I'll hush right now. But God gets how much? And we're super Christians. I'm just talking about church attendance. And I know some of you will want to argue with me and say, Yeah, but Brother Shannon, I, this is when I come and do my fellowship time. This is when I'm with the body time and I worship together. I get you. And you know, I, it's still embarrassing numbers when we even throw in our private time and our quiet time and our prayer time and our personal Bible study time. And you take that, that number... You take that number and add all that time up and divide it by that 168. And that number that pops up on your phone is very, very embarrassing. Remember the um, Abbott and Costello, who's on first? What's on second? I don't know who's on third. That's the three people. Ty asked me, what do you want to call tonight? And I mean, if I were to call anything, it'd be, is Jesus even on the field? Think about it. Is Jesus, would you consider, would, would we consider, honestly, honestly, would we consider 0.5% even, is he even a player on the field of our life? But I want just to look at scripture, why does it even matter? Well, let's, Let's go ahead Wednesday night, let's take last week's memory verse, and let's connect the dots to this week's memory verse by reading it in context. This Jesus we talk about, this Jesus who's the Savior of the world, this Jesus who is our hope and our Redeemer and our Lord, and He's everything that we've got, He's who we're it for he's who we're going to we want to hear his voice say well done my good and faithful servant we want to hear that for he rescued us from the domain of darkness and he transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption 
the forgiveness of sins. Listen to this description of this Jesus. He is the image of the invisible God. The firstborn of all creation. For by Him, listen church, for by Him all things were created. And, and think about, think about the percentage, point Super Christian, 1.78%. Super Christian, 1.78%. Okay, let's give you, where's my phone? Let's give you, because I know some of you, pride swells up. Preacher being mean to me, I'm here, I'm, I'm 1.78er up here. And he's mean to me. Okay, I'm going I'm to let you, I'm going to give it to you. You ready? Let's get the calculator out, let's clear that. And let's say, let's give you an hour a day, personal Bible study, prayer time, and all that kind of stuff. Let's add seven, an hour a day. Now, careful. Let's add an hour a day. Let's add an hour a day. An, uh, when you wake up, let's say your alarm clock comes on at six o'clock or five or four or seven or whatever it is. And you take off running and you get all the way to you go to bed. I realize there's sleep time in there. I realize it. But he also wakes us up in the middle of the night. And we, some of us go to the bathroom a bunch, don't we? And I think he's waking us up not just because we got to go to the bathroom and need to call the doctor. But he may just want us to call on him more often. All right, let's add. Just for giggles. So let's take that same 10 divided by 1. What's the number? I told you, I don't do that. I don't remember stuff. I, I, I can tell you what Jesus wants me to tell, but this is in the flesh. <laughs> 5.9%. You rock star, you. 5.9%, and you, and you was all puffed up calling me a 1.7er. I'm a five niner. That's sickening. That's an hour a day of quiet time Bible study and prayer life. On top of being the most devoted every time the church doors are open Christian. That's three hours plus those extra seven hours. Verse 16, for by him all things were created, both in the heavens and on the earth, visible and invisible, whether, and I don't get all of this, I don't get this breakdown, this hierarchy of, of whether it's realms or angels or, or seraphim and cherubim, I don't get all of this breakdown, but I know he's over all of it. Whether, whether it is uh, thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, period. You describe and define what that is because I don't have a clue. But all things have been created through Him and for Him. Everything. This Jesus that we talk about, 
Guys, this Jesus that we worship is not just a Sunday morning, Sunday evening, Wednesday night, a little bit during the week conversation. No, he is everything, whether visible or invisible, whether it doesn't matter what it is on the earth, whether top or bottom, left, right, in, out, it doesn't matter. He is above it all. It was created through him and for him. He holds all things together. Look, look at what it says. He is before all things, and in Him all things hold together. All, 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 period. He, he's not, He's not, He's not. He's not the... I'm sitting here and I see an apple core. But guys, we don't even give Him the apple core. He's that husk for some. He's that husk around the seeds. I mean, if he got the apple core, imagine what would happen. If he got that, if he got that, what, 20, 30% of our lives, imagine what God could do if we made him Lord of that much of our life. Not just the, the, the tiny bit, not just the I am a super active church member. I sing in the choir, I show up, I run, I teach a Sunday school class, I, I do whatever, I'm here all the time. When they're there, I'm there. And that's the bare minimum. He deserves everything. He deserves everything. He is before all things. And in Him, all things hold together. He is also the head of the body, the church. And he is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that, listen, so that he himself will come to have first place in everything. Jesus is to have first place in everything. And my question and I know all sin and our best is absolute filthy rags. And he understands our frame and our statue. And that our best is but we're dust. But would he even be a player on our field? On the field of our life. On the canvas of our life. Is Jesus. And you wear this ever how you want to wear it. I have to swallow it and absorb it and feel it myself. Is Jesus first in everything? I see Wendy in my marriage, in my children, in my relationship with the staff, in the church. With you guys as pastor, friend. When I'm out there, when I'm out there. When I'm riding from here to there, first place in everything. So that he himself will come to have first place in everything. You say, Brother Shannon, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know if that's fair. Well, argue with verse 19. For it was the Father's good pleasure for all the fullness to dwell in him. It's God's plan. He looked over at the sun, and he said, I need you to go. I don't know what the conversation was. How can I don't know. I don't know. But he came to this earth, and he lived, 
and he died for me. And I don't deserve that. And we don't deserve that. But he saved us. He made us his very own. Look at 20. And through him he and through him to reconcile all things to himself having made peace through the blood of his cross through him I say whether things on earth or things in heaven. Guys, Jesus is to have first place in everything. Everything. I, we argue, we, we, we rationalize, we step back and we say, yeah, but I still got to live and I still got to go and he wants me to have fun and he wants me to enjoy all of that. True. But he can go with you in all of it. I think the cool, I, I just sit here and I'm thinking the coolest, I don't know what, how the experiment would be. I don't know what it would look like. I wouldn't know how to package it. I wouldn't know how to present it. I wouldn't even know how to roll it out and make us do it. But can you imagine? This is what I was sitting back there and I was, I was watching y'all sing as I was watching you worship. And when he got quiet with a guitar, you guys are worshiping. You guys are loud. You guys are singing, your hands up, and you're singing and you're worshiping. Whatever spirit, the Holy, whatever posture the Holy Spirit is leading you to worship in, in your way, God is doing something. And, and here's what I believe without a shadow of a doubt. There are people all over this county, all over Northport, Tuscaloosa, surrounding areas that want that. They want that intimacy with God. And here's the thing, no matter what we put on, no matter what we present, we're not going to get all of them to walk through those doors. No matter how much we invite them, they're not going to walk through them doors. So what have we got to do? Guys, we got to do it. We got to do it in front of them. We got to grab them a hold arm and we got to grab them by the hand and we got to take them on that journey as we as our own families are doing it. A lot of you going on trips. A lot of you going places. A lot of you spring break. Go have a blast. But while you're there, shine. While you're there, be a light. While you're there, may, let, let, give Christ. Put him on the field. Put him on the field and make him big. And, 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 and put him, not just, not just DH, but... Put him as first batter and clean up batter and make him the starting quarterback. Make him the running back. Make him, put him on display. On display. I knew it. I would, that's why I left the sticky there. Go with me. John, go with me to John 12. Go with me to John 12. Look at a verse with me. Look at John 12, verse 32. God just took this purple sticky Sunday afternoon and he stuck it there and he said, you'd need it later. I didn't know when, now. Look at, look at verse 32. And I, 
If I am lifted up from this earth, draw all men. Will draw all men to myself. Guys, we know the context of that. He's talking about he had to die. He had to be lifted up. We was talking about the type of death he was going to have. But guys, if we, we lift Christ up in our life, that's what we're to do. We're to lift Christ up and let Him draw all people to Himself. We don't want Him to brag on us. We don't want Him to say, wow, you're amazing. We don't want Him to talk about us. We want to, you lift Him up and He'll draw all men to Himself. But guys, He's got to be on the game. He's got to be on the field. He's got to be in our conversation. He's got to be in our mind. He's got to be moving in our heart. He's got to be what we're talking about. Avery looked over at me. The other night he said, Daddy, me and Colton, we gotta we gotta get a book. We gotta we need some verses to help one of our friends out at church. We gotta have some verses. And he asked me some questions, and that ten year old boy was concerned about this boy's prayer life. He's like, Daddy, you gotta give me some verses. And he said, Wait, and I just started spitting out verses. He said, Wait a second, and he run got a sticky and he just started writing them down. Church, we got people in our life that we need to be writing down stuff and saying, Lord God, they need you. They need a relationship with you. They need to see you. Lord, what do I do? Give me a game plan. How in the world are we gonna reach them? How can I lift them up? How can I lift you up in their face so that they'll see you? Church, if he's not, if he's not in our thought process, if our thought process is the alarm goes off and we cut that thing off and we take off at a hundred miles an hour and we go through our busy day and we just we're on that rat wheel. We're on that rat wheel. Not getting speeding tickets. Paying our taxes, we're voting, we're showing up to church, we're being good church folks. Super spiritual church folks. And you know your percentage. We got to get off that wheel. We got to get off the just... You see what's happening from us with the church just sitting on the wheel, playing the game, going through the motions... Week after week after week. Every Sunday and every Wednesday is like deja vu for me because, boom, there y'all are again. Boom, there y'all are again. But all throughout the time between when I say night-night y'all and y'all head out that door and we show back up next Wednesday night, you will come in and out of hundreds, if not thousands of people's paths. And Christ is to be first place in everything. Everything. And I want to say this. I'm not just talking to these young people. I'm talking to senior adults, young adults, middle adults, widowed adults, single adults. I'm talking to ministers, talking to staff wives, 
talking to ministers and staff wives and I'm talking to piano players and drummers and guitar players and deacons and deacons wives and Sunday school teachers and just people here tonight who just sung their hearts out. Blessed be the name. Blessed be the name. You didn't accidentally come in this building tonight and be reminded of how little we do give Him and be shown through the Word of God that He is to have first place in everything and for us to walk out them doors and be the same. That's not why you came here tonight is to hear that and go back to your rat wheel. Imagine what God could do. Imagine what God could do if His sons and daughters made Him first in everything. Or took the percentage from 1.7 to 5. Or from 5 to 9. telling you there's nothing there's nothing can stop what God wants to do period there's nothing can stop it and you know who he does it through us us I want us to stand up let's pray real quick Father God, we come to you now in the name of Jesus, thanking you for this night, thanking you for this time of worship, thanking you for this time that we have together, and we pray it in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Night, night, y'all.